the skull. Introduction. The cranium, Latin term for skull, is the most cephalod aspect of the axial skeleton. It is composed of 22 bones and divided into two regions, the neurocranium, which protects the brain, and the viscerocranium, which protects the face. The skull also supports tendinous muscle attachments and allows for neurovascular passage between intracranial and extracranial anatomy. The skull is embryologically derived from the mesoderm and neurocast and will fuse, harden, and mold from gestation through adulthood. It gives the human face its form, and even minor variations in anatomy among individuals can lead to wide differences in appearance. Various foramina, condyles, and other bony landmarks provide passageways and attachments for the important structures associated with the skull. Structure and function. The skull consists of 22 bones in most adult specimens, and these bones come together via cranial sutures. The function of the skull is both structurally supportive and protective. The skull will harden and fuse through development to protect the, its inner contents, the cerebrum, cerebellum, brainstem, and orbits. It supports the muscles of the face and scalp by providing muscular and tendinous attachments, protects neurovascular structures, and houses various sinuses to accommodate increases in pressure. Calvaria and skull base. The calvaria, the uppermost part of the skull, protects the cerebral cortex, cerebellum, and or or orbital contents. It is composed of the frontal bone, parietal bones, temporal bones, and occipital bone. The coronial suture is transverse mid-anterior junction of the frontal bone and the two parietal bones. The parietal bones articulate with the temporal bones inferiorly via the squamous cell sutures and the occipital bone posteriorly via the lamboid suture. The sagittal suture lies along the anterior-posterior axis and the articulation of the two parietal bones. The pteron is the articulation of the frontal, parietal, temporal, and sphenoid bones just superior to the pinna. The asterion is the ar ar articulation of the parietal, temporal, and occipital bones. Finally, the skull base allows for the passage of various neurovascular structures combined, composed of the sphenoid bone and ethmoid bone, which have their own associated air sinuses, as well as parts of the frontal, temporal, and, temporal, and occipital bones. Anteriorly, the frontal bone forms the superior aspect of the orbits. The glabella is a key midline landmark of the frontal bone. It lies superior to the nasion and between the superciliary ridges. The frontal sinuses lie deep within the brow ridges. The bregma is the junction of the coronal and sagittal sutures, and the lambda is the junction of the lambdoid and sagittal sutures. The temporal bones subdivide into petrous, squamous, and zygomatic and mastoid parts. The petrous portion houses the inner ear. The mastoid is a bony prominence that lies posterior to the auricle and has an associated sinus. The occipital bone is the most posterior aspect of the skull. Intracranial fossae. There are three cranial fossae with various structural landmarks. The anterior cranial fossa forms from the frontal bone, the sphenoid bone, and the ethnoid bone. The middle cranial fossa forms from the sphenoid bone and two temporal bones. Finally, the posterior cranial fossa forms from the occipital bone and two temporal bones. The critical anatomic landmarks for each fossa are listed below. Anterior cranial fossa, the cribiform plate. Medial cranial fossa, optic canal, supraorbital fissure, foramen spinosum, foramen rotundum, foramen oval. Posterior cranial fossa, internal auditory medius, jugular foramen, foramen magnum, hypoglossal canal. Facial bones. There are 14 facial bones with very specific anatomical landmarks and embryologic development mechanisms. These include two nasal conchi, 
two nasal bones, two maxilla bones, two palatine bones, and two lacrimal bones, two zygomatic bones, the mandible, and the vomer. The maxillae have associated air sinuses. The temporomandibular joint, TMJ, is a especially important landmark for effective mastication, and its dysfunction is common in the adult population. Blood supply and lymphatics. Most of the blood supply in the skulls and its associated structure comes from the common carotid arteries, anterior circulation, and vertebral arteries, posterior circulation. The common carotid artery splits into the internal and external carotid arteries. The external carotid artery is the main blood supply to the skull bones and meninges. It travels up the side of the neck with eight main branches feeding the superficial structures of the skull and face. Of these branches, the maxillary artery is the most prominent and clinically relevant. The, menin the middle meningeal artery is a branch of the maxillary artery, and injury secondary to blunt force trauma to the lateral skull at the tiron can lead to an epidural hematoma. The internal carotid has no branches in the neck and enters the base of the skull, supplying intracranial structures. The internal carotid and vertebral arteries combine to form a large anastomus called the circle of Willis. The anterior communicating artery, two anterior cerebral arteries, two middle cerebral arteries, two posterior communicating arteries, two posterior cerebral arteries and basilar arteries, superior continuation of the vertebral arteries, all continue to, ana to this anastomus. This the dural venous sinuses, the superior sagittal, straight, and transverse sinuses, and superficial and deep veins of the head. Example, the cerebral veins, great vein of Galen, cerebellar, and facial veins drain into the internal and external jugular veins bilaterally and ultimately to the superior vena cava in the right atrium of the heart. The brain and central nervous system have been traditionally thought to not contain lymphatic vessels. However, some believe that the cerebrospinal fluid does have some connection to the lymphatic system and drains through the, the cervical lymph nodes. The recent discovery of the lymphatic system composed of a network of cerebrospinal fluid, interstitial cerebral fluid, and meningeal vasculature has shed more light on this debate and is an area of ongoing research. The skull has multiple foramina that allow passage in and out of the skull for blood vessels and nerves. The cranial nerves mostly exit the forama in the cranial base. A brief list is the of the most important forama is and their associated cranial nerves appear below. The cribriform plate, which is where you find olfactory nerve, optic canal, optic nerve, superior orbital fissure, oculomotor nerve, trochlear nerve, abducens nerve, ophthalmic division of the trigeminal nerve. Foramen rotundum, maxillary division of the trigeminal nerve, foramen oval, mandibular division of the trigeminal nerve, stylomastoid foramen, facial nerve, internal auditory meatus, facial nerve, and vest vestibulococular nerve, jugular foramen, glossopharyngeal nerve, and vagus nerve, and spinal accessory nerve, also the jugular vein, hypoglossal canal, the hypoglossal nerve, Foramen magnum, brainstem, and the spinal root of the accessory nerve, also the vertebral arteries. Other key foramen that may or may not be associated with nerves include the foramen spinosum, the middle meningeal artery, internal carotid canal, internal carotid artery, and sympathetic plexus, and supraorbital and intraorbital foramen, supraorbital and intraforaminal nerves. The super the superficial sensory nerves of the skull, scalp, and face receive input from branches of the trigeminal nerve anteriorly and the greater and lesser occipital nerves posteriorly. Fontanelles and cranial sutures. Fontanelles are soft areas where the skull has not ossified to allow for brain growth and development. 
there are six fontanelles, with the anterior and posterior being the most prominent and clinically significant. The anterior fontanelle closes around age one to two and hardens to become the bregma and adjacent coronal suture. The posterior fontanelle closes around six to eight weeks of age and becomes the lambda and adjacent lambdoid suture. The sutures of the skull allow for movement of the cranial bones during infancy and this persists into adulthood. Eventually, these sutures fuse and are no longer movable. There is a great deal of variation in the timing of the closure of the, of the individual sutures. The sagittal suture closes first around age 22 and the coronal suture followed by the lambdoid around age 26 and the squamous sutures around age 60. The metopic suture splits the frontal bones and typically closes at three months of age but can take up to nine months.